Akshay, glad to have you on the podcast. We are at a very crucial moment in the T20 World Cup, and what a game we are having so far, isn't it? Absolutely, Abhishek. I mean, uh, good evening, first of all, and good evening to all our listeners. And yeah, I mean, I think this is one of the uh, what what can I say? I mean, I'm really short of words here, but uh, this is one of the most interesting T20 tournaments I've ever seen, right? Like since the inception of T20 World Cup, 2007 was definitely an interesting one, but after that, it's been quite a long wait. And now we, I mean, we are on the last matches of the uh, group stage, and still we are not sure about the three uh, remaining semi-finalists. Only we are sure about the New Zealand. So, of course, I mean, this World Cup has literally. Uh, Like taking the defending champions out of the league, like Australia is no more into the competition now. So, yeah, definitely it's been a roller coaster ride for all of the teams, I would say. Absolutely. In fact, every game has been very interesting, and in fact, there have been very few one-sided games in this World Cup. I think that is what makes this T20 World Cup so exciting. And the fact that Australia yeah. crashed out. I mean, the hosts have crashed out. Of the T20 World Cup, how interesting is that? Were you expecting this? I mean, yeah, though I I, I certainly wasn't because firstly they are the defending champions, and secondly they are the hosts, right? So the conditions were most suitable to the Australian cricket team, and uh, we know what is the track record when it comes to ICC tournaments from the Australian cricket team. So at least I was expecting uh, them to be the final semi finalists. And then yeah, then there would have been uh, any kind of upset or any kind of uh, strong challenge given by the opposite team, and then yeah, it would have been much fair uh, to lose out on such a crucial stage. But here we are not even considering them in the final four. Then yeah, that's absolutely absolutely a shocker for me. Absolutely. And what about India versus Netherlands? I mean, India versus Zimbabwe. Apologies. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game, isn't it? And I don't think India can take Zimbabwe lightly, given that they have already pulled off a great upset against Pakistan. So, how excited are you about India versus Zimbabwe? Of course, of course. I mean, uh, well, on a very personal level, I feel that there's no team which can be taken lightly, right? Because, and we are, we are not talking about 50 overs where. If five wickets are down, then the whole pressure is on the batting side, and uh, the remaining overs can be used or rather utilized in order to maintain or pressurize the team more. Here we are talking about T20, uh, like 20 overs, and even if a team is five wickets down, still if they get a couple of overs or three overs, 20 plus runs, then yeah, they are they have managed to pull off 60 runs in 18 balls. So yeah, you never know when the momentum will turn. When the what would be the challenges? Like India has won here in Melbourne uh, against Pakistan, but uh, you never know what if it's Zimbabwe's day. Then yeah, they they can definitely upset you. I mean, they have upsetted a very strong Pakistani side, so we are not really different from them. And uh, you you know right, like this the associated members like. Netherlands or uh, Zimbabwe have carried greater intent coming into the World Cup, and they have played the qualifiers. They have had uh, they have had very less amount of wins into their share. So definitely, they would also be uh, trying to uh, exit the two uh, tournament with a great win. But yeah, India can't really take this thing lightly because 
even india hasn't qualified yet for the semi final right and we can't be really relying on the circumstances uh, on the other team uh, performance we need to be really sure of the uh, sure of our team's performance so it would be a very easy way road easy way down for the uh, down to the knockout absolutely i don't think any indian fan would like to leave it to other teams you know to make sure that exactly, india qualifies yeah. i mean given the way things are stacked in the group b right now i mean this has been a world cup where people have been on the edge of their seats uh, you know and we are towards the last leg and we still don't know which are the four teams that will qualify so absolutely i think india will go into the into the match against zimbabwe with full intent and i, I don't yeah. think they can be complacent i mean they can't afford to be complacent because any slip ups and you risk losing the chance to qualify for the knockouts so definitely india will be serious as usual and uh, we are hoping a great performance as usual from the men in blue uh, but actually since we are progressing into the knockouts and let's assume that we do i mean there is a concern from my side and i and i believe that india is a bit vulnerable to fast bowling we saw that against south africa we saw that against yeah. pakistan Uh, you know how do you assess this indian side and particularly the problems regarding the opening partnership as well we'll come to that later on uh, but first is this indian side vulnerable to fast bowling what happens if you face new zealand in the knockouts or maybe england in the knockouts you know do you see a vulnerability in this indian side well uh, abhishek i think mean, it's a very great point from your side but uh... I know Indian team is a bit vulnerable, and we have missed Jasprit Bumrah very dearly. But again, the way Ashwin has performed, the way other bowlers have performed, like Bhuvneshwar Kumar has also been—I mean, he has certainly managed to be economical in these uh, conditions as well. So, I feel any team, like I was really rooting for uh, Pakistan and Australia. to be magical with their bowling performances but we have seen with both of the teams right so i think it's not about the skill on the paper when it comes to bowling attack but it comes to the temperament which can be shown i mean after the asia cup very few people had uh, trust on us the thing and we have seen what he has given us right he gave us the early wickets of babar azam he gave us breakthroughs against uh, the other teams as well Ashwin Singh uh, has really uh, created a uh, very uh, so many breakthroughs for the uh, Indian team, but at the same time he has been balanced out with uh, whether it be the likes of R. Ashwin, Akshay Patel, Mohammad Shami, Hardik Pandya to be there, like Bhuvneshwar Kumar. So India has good bowlers, good experienced bowlers. But yeah, uh, if it's your day, it's your day. If it isn't, it isn't. And tomorrow the match will be against Zimbabwe in a very big MCG. So if Indian team follows the same game plan which they followed against Bangladesh, where we got so many uh, catch uh, catches taken, so that can be one of the strategy which can be followed. But yeah, I mean you would obviously want your bowlers to perform. So when it comes to, I mean, sorry for a long answer, but uh, I don't really feel Indian team is vulnerable now. Had it been the start of the tournament, we were we were not really confident about the bowling attack. But now, since our batting is performing well, so the bowling needs to be balanced out in that manner. I mean, they need to fill the gaps. But yeah, this bowling attack is capable of doing that as well. Akshay, yeah, so, I take, uh, I yeah, Akshay, I take your point that yeah, this Indian side was vulnerable in the initial stages. 
uh, but we have seen some quality performances and you also mentioned Darshdeep Singh and I think if I'm not wrong he's among the top 5 in fact maybe in the top 3 wicket takers in this tournament how good this tournament has been for Darshdeep Singh uh, you know sensational world cup debut i would say of course i mean he got the uh wicket of babar azam on the very first ball very of his first uh, ball. t20 yes. yeah 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 so i mean yeah it has been a dream come true for him but i think it's halfway right i mean gone are the matches which were important like but we should be of course be approaching towards the more important matches now like um, if we really consider final and the semi final then there are three match- matches remaining to be honest and i yeah. see us think say playing all the matches there on so yeah i mean it has been a great tournament for him uh, he has provided the breakthroughs when he was required to he took all the catches when he was required to he took all the wickets when he was expected from so yeah he has performed on the captain's name but yeah he needs to keep that momentum going because he has seen with the other bowlers as well they were they haven't really performed when they are expected the most right so that can't be really happening but uh, yeah i mean so far so good and as an indian cricket fan i would really be like setting the mood right now just in order to take that jinx away from him but yeah he should be really doing good in the tomorrow's match as well Absolutely, and as you said, you know what has been done in the past has been done, and this is where it counts the most. Like if you don't perform in the knockouts, nobody remembers, uh, you know, the matches you won at the group stage. So yes, Arshdeep yeah. Singh, I think all eyes will be on him, how well he performs. And I think in the absence of Jasprit Bumrah, the way he has delivered, our expectations are only going to go higher from here onwards, especially as we go into the knockouts. Uh, talking about yeah. knockouts, though. Let's analyze each of the teams that we think, you know, are progressing into the final four. Uh, let's talk about New Zealand first. We saw how good they were when they beat Australia in the very first match of the T20 World Cup. Glenn Phillips, and then uh, fantastic innings from other players as well. You know, how good is this New Zealand side? I don't think we talk often about them. They're an underrated side, in my opinion, but a very well-balanced all-round sum, all-round uh, team. under Kane Williamson's captaincy how good are new zealand actually i mean of course like it's it's uh, when it comes to the icc tournament uh, there is a reserved spot i would say for new zealand cricket team right i mean it, I, i hardly can remember any other icc tournament where they were not really part of the semi finals so whether it be t20 world cup in 2007 or 2011 world cup 2015 they were into the finals 2019 they were into the finals so it has always been uh, a new zealand uh, tournament i would say but again uh, i mean if they haven't really won any cup that means they are beatable right so that advantage can be taken subconsciously by the other opposing teams and they should be playing on their strengths then because if it's a side which hasn't won a championship then it means that they can be difficult so I think that would be one of the uh, different but uh, very important angle to be looked at. Absolutely. Talking about beating New Zealand, let me you know remind you, Akshay, that when it comes to T20 World Cups, India is yet to beat New Zealand. So India will obviously look yeah. to break that jinx. Uh, but let me yeah. ask you this: If India and New Zealand were to clash in the finals, who would you bet on? I would. I mean, of course, I would want India to win. 
but yeah new zealand new zealand would definitely have an upper hand but considering the uh, form ken williamson has gotten back in against ireland he has uh, gotten his touch back uh, there are performers in the new zealand team that are doing tremendously well I mean, I can definitely say New Zealand is stronger side comparatively. I mean, they have uh, ticked on all the boxes, but uh, India India has managed to get its form back. I can see this team uh, capable of winning the championship. Earlier, we we had participated in the T20 World Cups, but now is the time we had we are literally believing in this team, where uh, we can make sure that we lift the World Cup this year. I think the last time I saw. Indian team capable of winning a tournament was in 2016 T20 World Cup, and uh, even uh, considering the only the T20 World Cups, so yeah, definitely India has a chance. And talking about Ashdeep's uh, breakthroughs in the initial overs can definitely set the momentum, and you never know, right? If if New Zealand has strength board, then India has Ashdeep thing. So it's gonna be really the contest of equals, I would say. Plus, we have an inform Virat Kohli. How good he has been in the last few. And of matches. course, and Virat Kohli can act as a main course, whereas in starters, and I would say not in starters, but in desert, we have Suryakumar Yadav, right? So that is a very interesting, been, yeah, very interesting analogy. Yeah, very interesting. So, and in fact, yeah, we do have a lot of variety. I think when it comes to mm-hmm. batting, uh, you know, there is no doubt we have the finest batters around. Yeah, and, uh, and we bat deep as well. Absolutely, absolutely, for sure. And the way Ashwin has batted in the last couple of matches, we surely bat deep. I mean, he's been in good nick as well. I mean, uh, plus Bhuvneshwar Kumar can also bat. Let's not forget that. So yeah, yeah, we do have a lot of batting depth for sure. Of course. Also, just in order to correct myself, uh, uh, as I said previously, that uh, KL Rahul performed against South Africa. That is not against South Africa, but against Bangladesh. So would just like to correct myself over there, but uh, yeah, and we saw uh, when it comes to Arshin's batting while he was into the date overs with Virat Kohli, he also had uh, like slogged around couple of uh, boundaries, right? So even he is capable of uh, doing good. And when the time arises, anyone can definitely make sure the bat swings, and if it's hit, it's gone for a huge uh, number of runs. So. Yeah, if it's India versus New Zealand, then I would back India any day, any day, because I believe now that this team is capable of uh, beating New Zealand in the knockouts. Just going by the past performance, I think New Zealand will have an edge when it comes to India. I mean, mm-hmm. they have some quality seamers up front. Then you have the likes of Mitchell Santner, who has a very good record against India. I mean, for some yeah. reason, Indian batters have failed to, you know, hit him out of the park or upset his rhythm. Uh, yeah. So just taking that into consideration, I think New Zealand will have an edge. But obviously, you know, as an Indian, my heart goes out for India. I mean, for sure, I would be cheering for India. I just feel that New Zealand has a slight edge. Uh, let's come to uh, England. Uh, I think they are a great T20 side, isn't it, Akshay? They've been consistent. They have some quality batters. Uh, but are they looking slightly weak to you? I mean, there was a phase when England was literally unbeatable in T20s. I mean, the kind of form they were in. And you know they were, you know, making some very big scores. But what about England's performance in this tournament? I mean, where do you see this England side in the knockouts? 
I mean, uh, with England, it it won't be really as uh, difficult as beating the England. I mean, comparatively to the New Zealand and South Africa, even I would I would strongly rate this team as the fourth on the list if we are talking about India, South Africa, New Zealand, and England. So, uh, because this team uh, might have good opening batsmen like uh, Josh Butler, uh, and he is in a tremendous form, by the way. But you can't really rely on him, right? And Ben Stokes is a good all-rounder. But I think India has played enough amount of cricket against England, so we know the cheat codes against that particular team, right? So whether it be Chris Wokes or whether it be um, Ben Stokes or Mark Wood, yeah. Mark Wood, yeah, he has uh, like bowled the fastest delivery of the two- tournament, if I'm not wrong. Yes. So yes, yeah, I mean. Uh, they have good amount, uh, good players. I mean, of, of, of course, it's uh, after all the English cricket team we are talking about. But uh, I think India is better off against them. I mean, it won't be really that difficult to beat England because uh, Indian batters are more accustomed to English bowling, and English uh, and Indian bowlers are also kind of uh, more comfortable when it comes to a contest against English batters. So we would have an edge over England, I would say. Yes, absolutely. I would agree with that, Akshay. Definitely. In fact, I would say that India has an edge over almost every other team. But it's every just other New- team, yeah. Yeah, it's just New Zealand that you know I would say has a slightly uh, you know edge, slight edge over India. Other than that, I think India are on top of other teams. But let's also talk about South Africa. They have some really good paces. We saw that in the match against India. A uh, couple of quality batsmen as well. David Miller, for instance. Uh, Quinton Dickock on his given day is a fine left-handed batsman. Uh, but how good are they into the knockouts? I mean, uh, their batting looks a bit unsettled, especially with the form of Temba Babuma, as we mentioned in the podcast earlier. Uh, and other than Quinton Dickock and David Miller, you know, they do lack some quality finishers, some quality players in the middle order. Don't you think so? I mean, of course, uh, uh, they have been. I mean. With all due respect to the South African team, but they have been tokers, right? When they had Sam Duplessis and ABD Williams, Dale Stain, Monty Mockle, they couldn't really win. So, not being really uh, hard on the South African side, but yeah, I mean, but currently I feel this team is quite capable of winning matches. I mean, the performance against India was explain, uh, like it, it was tremendously well, the balance which they brought. And the composure which the with which the batters performed over uh, in the in the match against India was something very uh, commendable, I would say. And the bowling performance hasn't really been a worry for South Africa in any given day. They have always produced some great bowlers, and they have always uh, performed according to their ability as well. But the only thing which I'm uh, worried about is the middle order of the. Uh, South African team, I would say. I mean, apart from David Miller, I don't really see any any batting. Uh, I mean, as India has Hardik Pandya, Dinesh Karthik, and even Akshar Patel or Rishabh Pant, if he's added into the squad, I don't really see uh, South African team having that kind of advantage. So, yeah, it would be because if you're two wickets down, then it's all about the uh, middle order batch, uh, batsmen to uh, make sure the inning is. Uh, balanced and uh, maximizing on the runs also. So yeah, there they have the disadvantage, I would say. When it comes to India and comparing with these four teams, 
the three teams uh, apologies but uh, i would say india has an edge because india has the players who like to perform under pressure right we are really uh, we are really uh, accustomed to pressure and we won't be really giving up uh, and we have seen this players have performed very well in ipl so they have that experience they have that experience playing against new zealanders english uh, players and south africans so it won't be anything new for them but it's just that they need to maintain the right balance and perform on the given day uh, you mentioned the south africa you know that they yeah. choke at the important stages but remember this indian side has not won a world cup since 2011 and yeah. in the last couple of icc tournaments we tend to choke in the knockouts uh, do you think yeah. uh, you know india has that vulnerability you know especially we have seen that even in the presence of the likes of mahendra singh dhoni for instance under his captaincy you know we have lost crucial icc tournaments in crucial stages for rohit sharma this is the first time he's captaining india in a world cup Uh, do you yeah. think India is still vulnerable? You know, going into the knockouts, choke at the important stage. Maybe the batting won't click. Maybe the bowling doesn't click. Or do you think India has all grounds covered this time? Well, I would say, uh, Abhishek, the thing is, uh, in the previous tournaments, I mean, as far as I can remember, Virat Kohli was in form in the 2016 World Cup, T20 World Cup, and he was there in 2015 World Cup also. He had. scored a uh, 100 against pakistan also in that world cup so uh, our batting has not really been the problem it's just about the bowling right and uh, we have we have improved quite a lot i would say in past couple of years the the drawbacks which we had the uh, what can i say the weaker points which uh, were highlighted in the series against australia in the series against uh, south africa the selection committee and the team management has literally uh, made sure that they can be rectified so i think that has been done now it's up to the players to perform accordingly i mean on any given day who who would have really expected zimbabwe to win against pakistan but they did right so it's about just uh, making sure that they play on their strengths and keep uh, like keep a watch on their weaknesses and perform accordingly and one more question that i have for you you know how concerning yeah. is uh, dinesh kartik's form for you i mean he came with a certain reputation came with a certain bag of expectations it's just that it's not clicking for him it did click in the previous matches but coming into this t20 world cup he hasn't delivered the kind of innings that people were expecting from him uh, would you would you stick with dinesh kartik into the knockouts or would you take a gamble and say bring in someone like rishabh pant who loves batting in australia gives you a left-handed batsman in your lineup would you take that gamble or would you stick with dinesh kartik well i would say uh, i think i would stick with dinesh kartik i mean uh, of course he hasn't been in the touch but uh, he, we all know what he is capable of he is capable of scoring 40 runs in 15 balls so uh, you can't really miss out on that kind of a player i mean Of course, the person warming the bench is Rishabh Pant. He is a strong case in himself. But Dinesh Karthik, I mean, he has that kind of uh, uh, the dimensional approach. He's a wicket keeper as well. But yeah, if you are really, if in the team and the conditions require a left-handed batsman, then yeah, Rishabh Pant can do the job for you. But Dinesh Karthik, I think he deserves to be in the team because he has 
made sure that uh, he has performed in the previous matches i mean if we are talking about the performances then even rohit sharma has only won 15 in this tournament right apart from virat kohli and surya kumar yadav oh, yes. other other batters haven't really performed but yeah still here we are with the team which is looking as strong as it can be so uh, yeah i mean dinesh kartik deserves a chance but uh, you never know uh, what the team management will decide but i think i can i see him playing against zimbabwe tomorrow just in order to get his form back and once he gets back then yeah he's ready to go in the knockout as well plus i think the kind of player dinesh kartik is he really needs that one out innings you know to produce something magical i mean we have seen how dinesh kartik is sometimes inconsistent comes in and plays a knock that no one can forget i mean that is the kind of player he is and yeah we can definitely expect another magical innings from him as we go into the knockouts yeah of course great akshay so i think with this we can wrap this uh, podcast uh, it was great chatting with you as always and i would i'm looking forward to connect with you once we go into the knockouts and once there's more fireworks in this t20 world cup thanks for connecting same, akshay same here thank you so much abhishek for having me and i think uh, uh, we have gotten a very good response from the listeners as well as i could understand and let's see and let's hope india win against zimbabwe tomorrow and so that we have a whole uh, tournament and a week of cricket to cheer for and we will definitely want the this indian team to lift the t20 uh, trophy for us absolutely absolutely all eyes on india and all eyes on the t20 world cup we'll keep tracking uh, it for you listeners so please do tune in to our podcast it gives us a lot of encouragement and motivation to keep producing episodes for you with this it's a wrap on this podcast we'll meet you in the next one